This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by PUBG Mobile. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Tina Amini. Hello. Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. Last week was really scary. And Ryan McCaffrey. Hello. And we've got a great show for you planned this week. The first show of November 2018. We're going to talk about Diablo 3 on Switch, which Ryan McCaffrey reviewed and I've been playing a bit of. We're going to talk about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate because there's just new news out this morning, direct from Nintendo. Direct from Nintendo. But first... We have the full lineup for the PlayStation Classic, which is uh, that was released this week. The PlayStation Classic is coming in December, just about a month away. Everyone get a chance to check out this this game lineup. I really like that you put together the the IGN average review score for oh, all these, yeah. which we we yeah, we couldn't cool. do for the uh, NES Classic. They're too old. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're too old. Yeah, IGN yeah. hasn't been around quite that long. Yeah, yeah. To clarify, I didn't put that together. Someone in the comments did, oh, and enough. I just okay. retweeted them. But yeah, it was like the all twenty games is like an average of seven point eight. 7.8. Yeah. Which maybe is, is a little low for uh, a game lineup that's supposed to represent this console's lineup. I mean, I saw universal backlash about this yeah. list. Nobody likes well, it. Nobody I don't likes know what to think. I think there are like titles that people like, but overall, as a selection that's supposed to be representative of like the PlayStation's first foray into mm-hmm. games or whatever, yeah. um, seems like it's a, a weird amalgamation of choices. Is yeah. the like reception that I've heard. The value yeah, proposition better way to on this say one is a little trickier, I think. Hundred dollars. Yeah, fewer games. games than the SNES Classic or NES Classic. So yeah. eh, but they're bigger know. games, that's for sure. That's to true. some people, I They're guess. Awesome. It's all era-specific, right? For me, like, NES Classic specifically, was that was the one that just went right to my heart. Yeah. Whereas uh, PS 
classic. Not quite as much for me personally. I guess it was easier because you have a bunch of titles that are just like, you know, they're like like the like Activision doesn't hold the licenses for some of them or like there's music licensing issues. There are remasters yeah. happening like with Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. So you can't include those on the list. So there's a lot of like caveats, I guess, that make yeah. it a little bit more of a complicated list to choose from. I think people also find that, you know, 16-bit games have just aged better True. than these early... Although I'm Early looking forward games. to okay. plugging those into a, a TV with a good emulator yeah. and seeing how they look. I, I agree. Like with maybe you. they'll be cleaned up and I don't I mean, I'm starting to feel nostalgic for very funny early 3D graphics. It's just if the game's hard to play, then it's not as fun like Star Fox 2 was like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is also a, a, an opportunity for you, Sam, because uh, the PlayStation was kind of a blind spot for you. Yeah, but when I looked at the list, like there's very few games on there that people have recommended to me that <laughs> I have to go back and play. Like I'm not like like seriously, like I'm not gonna play Raymond, Rayman. Yeah. Like I don't care <laughs> about Rayman. Everybody loves Rayman, <laughs> except for me. What about Intelligent yeah, Cube? Uh, I don't know anything about Intelligent Cube, but you said it's cool. Yeah. There's a Puzzle Fighter on there, right? Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo is on there. But like basically, like when I am thinking about the list of games that I missed, it's like you know Final Fantasy VIII and uh, yeah, which is Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis is not on there. Yeah. And but we have that at your desk now, so. <laughs> yes, yes, we do have Dino Crisis now to play. Uh, but Mr. Driller, I hear, is good. Mr. Driller, which is, you know, a 2D arcade game. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll read the list here in case uh, any of our viewers and listeners uh, haven't checked it out yet. In and, and then give your personal score for each one. In alphabetical oh order, <laughs> Battle Arena Toshinden, early 3D fighter. Cool Borders 2, snowboarding game. Destruction Derby, I assume it's, a, it's all there in the title. I that is. I don't I see. Know. I'm actually with you. Yeah, yeah, I, was, uh, I had switched after... Uh, when PlayStation came out, I had moved over to, to mm -hmm. PC gaming. Doom converted mm -hmm. me yeah. for many years. Yeah. So. Klonoa is another one that I really want to play that's not on here. Not on the list. Keep going. Final Fantasy VII is the original Grand Theft Auto, which is interesting. Top, top, down, top down game. Little Grand Theft Auto. Intelligent Cube, the puzzle game. Jumping Flash, which was a launch title. Yeah, I actually uh, think that game's kind of cool. Pretty cool, weird little game. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid, it'll be interesting to play that without the rumble uh, feature of the, of the DualShock. Uh, Mr. Driller, like we said, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, very cool game, but again, a 2D game. Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations Persona, a Persona game is on the list, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> Old I don't Pro. know what that game is. Well, no, so like that one doesn't even have any of like the dating or socializing really? yeah. thing, so it's like not the most representative of this, or at least not most representative of what the series has become, so yeah. it's also another Interesting, because it's like a deep Japanese RPG cut. I yeah, that's kind of cool. I think so. But Dragon Quest would have been better. Ridge Racer Type Four, <laughs> of course. Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo Siphon Filter. That's cool. I, yeah, I, I mean, like, that. I would like to revisit that. I haven't. I've only played a PSP one. Yeah, I haven't played that since it was probably first released. Tekken Three, the original Rainbow Six. I don't know how that. I, What's that? Wow, yes, yeah, that the original Rainbow Six. Like I can't imagine that's going to go well, or it, I can't imagine it went well at the time. Yeah. on the original mm -hmm. PlayStation. What a weird inclusion. I mean, it's that is it's a very. Do you think it's more single player focused? It was right? then, and it's. I was going to say it's it's really it was really tactical in the beginning. Like you okay. literally you would plan out your routes mm -hmm. of where you wanted to bring your team and like how you wanted to breach a, a building. Maybe that didn't make it into the like I don't know I don't know anything about the PlayStation port. Yeah. But the PC, original PC version was yeah. was pretty hardcore. That's a funny one. Well, we'll see how that holds up. Finally, it's uh Twisted Metal and Wild Arms. Wild Arms being another JRPG. Yeah, that's a big JRPG too, right? Like a, a cool popular one. So that's cool that it's in there. Yeah. Um Twisted Metal has sequels and stuff like that, but mm. I remember that being like the like party game for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone so, thought like Twisted Metal Two is a lot more polished, so that's okay. another one that's okay. been tripping people up as far as I've seen from reactions gotcha. online.
Yeah. Yeah. Did you know there's only out of like Metacritic's top 20, there's only four on this list? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, wow. Out of the top 20 PlayStation games? Yeah. Got which, wait, which one? Yeah, can you guess which ones? Or which are, I just which tell are the you? four? Um, you want me to just tell you and spoil it? Yeah, just spoil it. <laughs> okay, Tekken 3. Yep. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy VII, uh, Resident Evil. Did I list four? The original four. Resident Evil is on there? Yeah. Uh, so, like, what are some of the top 20 that aren't on there? Do you know? Okay, I have, have the those? full list of yeah. Metacritic like top 20. It's every Final Fantasy. Um, and this is in order. So, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, yeah. uh, Tekken 3, Gran Turismo, Final Fantasy 9, Chrono Cross, Metal Gear Solid, Gran Turismo 2, Street Fighter Alpha 3, Castlevania, Wipeout, Vagrant Story, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, yeah. um, Final Fantasy 7, Medal of Honor, Parappa the Rapper, which would have been a good inclusion. Oh, yeah, Parappa, I forgot. Yeah. But it already got, yeah. like, a, a remaster. Oh, that's true, yeah. That shouldn't fair. matter. Well... Because there's the virtual console has all the games that are on the NES Classic yeah. and the Super yeah. NES Classic. But I guess for hundred dollars, like yeah. you want to offer something new for people. Yeah. Um, Colony Wars, Spyro, uh, Tomb Raider, which a lot of people were upset that Tomb Raider wasn't on there. But then I saw a lot of people also say, well, it's it hasn't aged now. well. Yeah. Um, and then Resident Evil and Legacy of Kane. That's the top twenty. Legacy yeah. of Kane would have been a really interesting one. I want to play. Yeah. So some of those I understand licensing issues are going to make it impossible, like Tony yep. Hawk. Yep. But then well, there's stuff like well, Activ Activision just <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> they're going to want their cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then there's stuff like like Chrono Cross. I don't see any reason why that couldn't be on there. Yeah, that would have been a really cool inclusion. It was too obvious a choice for Sony. Yeah, like, yeah I guess so. We the the system in the box is enough for me though. I think it's so cool looking, and I think mm. it's so neat that it's plug and play that I'm like I'm all in. It's just mm. I, you're I, cool I, with the controllers. The nostalgia aspect is like good enough. What do you mean? Because the controllers have just advanced so much. I feel like going backwards yeah. technology. Oh, well, like just you. the D-pad. The PlayStation yeah. 4 controller isn't that far removed from the PlayStation 1 controller. Oh, really? <laughs> well, just how it feels. It's not like it's... Yeah, I guess like grip-wise. Oh, the Genesis controller. <laughs> <laughs> you mean yeah. the kidney? Fair. Yeah, it feels <laughs> insane. It's so much extra plastic and nonsense. Yeah. And then there's like three buttons, and they they all do the same thing in Sonic. Every button does the same thing. There's three of them. I don't yeah. know how to operate without the two joysticks, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I'm a you know I, I love D pads and I love yeah. uh, you know Nintendo controllers. The Super Nintendo controller I think is perfect, so I think I'm gonna be fine with that. Mm. There's two, right? Two controllers. Two controllers. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 yeah so what games two. are good two player games? Uh, well, the fighting games, of course, Tekken Three, Battle Arena Toshinden. Um, and I'm sure, like Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, yeah, it's a great two-player game. And is Mr. Driller? A Mr. Driller, I don't. It's not. It'll just like alternating. Okay. Two players, that sort of thing. Twist of metal. What about what is it called? Intelligent Cube. Cube. Yeah. I think that's a single-player game. Okay. But I do think uh, there are like the remasters and re-releases keep or you know affect games like Parappa not being on here and like Resident Evil 2 is being remade. It's yeah. the night was just re-released yeah. last week, so that's why. That is weird. Think. What a weird confluence. And then also Spyro, I think you already mentioned. Yep. Yeah, Crash. Crash. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that's that really cuts. You know, but like, still, like, I don't see why. Like, this is a different thing. It's yeah, like it's, you it's don't a have to have a play console toy. for it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not. You know, it's not a comp. You don't. Yeah. If there's a lower barrier of entry to this than there mm -hmm. is a you know buying a remake of something on PS4. Yep. It should have just made it like 30 titles, and then the last 10 are bonuses. So throw in a Crash and a Spyro. Mm -hmm. Unlockables. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Anyway, the uh, PlayStation Classic is out December third. It's a hundred bucks. People have mixed feelings about it. Are there are they still available for pre-order? Like, can you so. still get one? I, I know that was so. the whole thing. We had thing a pre-order link this morning. Okay, so that's. But I, I think it goes in and out. Yeah. Let's move on to Diablo 3 on Switch, which is out tomorrow, or probably right now if you are uh, listening to the show. Ryan, you reviewed it. You gave it a 9. I did, yeah. It's really good, right? It's, 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 it's the same game. Now it's portable. So I expected it to play well. Yeah. Um, 
I was, after watching the trailers, when they finally, you know, this game's been rumored for like an eternity. And now, uh, and then when when it was finally announced, the trailers were like, I don't know, the image quality, like, "Mm, we'll see about that. I'm not, it's not necessarily looking. What year did Diablo come out? Uh, 2012. Yeah. For for the original PC release of Diablo three, okay, and then in 2014 it came to Xbox One and PS4 with the Reaper of Souls expansion that also added like not only new content but just really, really kind of fixed the game basically yeah. in a lot of ways. But a 2012 game should be fine on Switch. Yeah, and it turns yes. out it is. Yeah, uh, but it, it looks great. It runs great. We had a four player online going, which yes, you do need your Nintendo Online subscription to play. Online, but there's also in the room multiplayer as well that you don't need it for. Correct. Okay. Uh, and we could not. We were just all setting off our crazy attacks and special moves. We could not get the frame rate to buckle at all. It was a nice, solid 60 frames a second. Uh, it feels great on the Switch in portable mode. Yeah. Uh, it's totally fine on the like on the on the big TV. We have a 65 inch 4K TV out here in the uh, IGN pit. And so I was playing it on there a bit, and like the environments still look really great. The, the character detail, the characters look a you know that's where you kind of can see it mm. a little bit. The the sort of adjustments they made to make sure it it runs well on the Switch hardware. But by and large, yeah, I mean this is the complete edition of Diablo three because it's got every piece of content ever, including the Necromancer, um, the and the Reaper of Souls expansion. So it's just it is. Diablo 3 Complete Edition. The actual name of it is the Diablo 3 Eternal Collection. Mm. And yeah, it's it still plays great and you can play Diablo anywhere you want, which is I mean, that's a big selling point, but yeah. it, it works. Is it I mean, a good like playing game? I've never even played it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's really, really good. I, like, the time just like gets eaten. I went in thinking yeah. cool. so this was we kind of designate here we'll have uh, full reviews, but sometimes we do short reviews too yeah. where it's like, you know, in this case where it was a it was a, a port to a new console of something that does exist elsewhere already. And I thought, all right, I'll just play, I'm gonna play through act one, just to get to act two, and you know, do some multiplayer for sure. That's gonna be the big thing to test with this review. I ended up playing into act three, because I just couldn't stop myself. It's yeah. Diablo is still, still so much fun, still so good. What would be the loop in just a few words? Like what, what I mean, what's it's fun? Diablo is the, I don't wanna say the original, but it's, it's really sort of the quintessential uh, dungeon crawler loot game mm. where you're killing monsters, getting loot, they're dropping items, gold, and it's just that loop of the reward improving, system. Yeah, improving yeah. your yeah. character, just getting better, getting more powerful. Yeah. Before you know it, you're just like, you're just, I'm, I always play a barbarian, so before long, I'm just like literally leaping around the screen, crushing things, monsters exploding. Just, it's, oh, it's, it's it's like fireworks in video game form. Yeah, it seriously looks like that. And I played it um, at Gamescom, and I, I personally felt like on in handheld mode, it was just a little too busy because Diablo is that it's fireworks on the screen, yeah. especially if you're playing with like three other people. At one point in time, I was just like, where are where are my people around yeah. me, and like what what am I fighting currently? And there's just explosions and colors. And did you feel like it was a lot on the screen when you? No, I mean, I, maybe it's maybe I'm just used to it. To be yeah. fair, like you know, if you're if you're sort of coming at it from a little bit of a fresher perspective than I was, you know, you, in multiplayer. Player, you do get the colored P1, P2, P like old yeah. school arcade circles. But it's so small. It is, yeah, that's I fair. I feel like I go blind looking um, at it. But you know, you're you're basically always the focal point on your yeah. <laughs> on your screen. So I, I can Who respect that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's like 
a sixty bucks. It is sixty dollars. It is That's, full price. I want to point out a lot of the conversation about is that is this shouldn't be sixty dollars. I, I don't. But. It didn't bother me because it has everything. Like yeah. the 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 Rise of the Necromancer DLC was fifteen. Hmm. Uh, Reaper of Souls was an ex, you know expansion from a few years ago. So it's got everything in a po- highly polished, complete portable version. So does it have cheat codes? So, because it's you know that would have ruined the integrity of multiplayer. Yeah, and is multiplayer like essential? It, no, I, I I've spent most of my Diablo career playing solo. Certainly yeah. with Diablo three, but it did have like an economy when it launched and stuff like that. So maybe they that's all. Got, I mean, that, that was yeah. all. I know it's gone. They, they wouldn't have put in that. Cheap the auction would have house hurt that right. So oh, yeah. So then that's probably what yeah. Diablo is. one and two were notorious for being like cheated and exploited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, Diablo I three was fun with that. Not yeah. so much. Yeah. So yeah. Sam just wants to know how many like wiki pages he needs. <laughs> well, that's how his brain works. <laughs> I'm really happy that Red Dead has cheats in it. It's, it's been really fun. Like I think it's really cool to yeah. la- allow people to break your game, whether it's Fallout mods or whatever. But I think it's really. Cool. But yeah, I mean, if, if this was my third to, to sum up, this was my third. Uh, I'm a triple dipper on mm. when it comes to Diablo three. Played it on PC originally because I'm I'm a huge Di- Diablo two is probably in my top five games ever. Love Diablo one as well, and so I was so anxious. It was such a long wait for Diablo three, and then when it finally came out in 2012, it was flawed. It was not mm. Act four was terrible. Uh, it didn't it just there were flaws with it, but when I came at it again on Xbox One, right. Uh, with the Reaper of Souls, the stuff yeah. I mentioned earlier, it it turns out Diablo. I actually think it plays better on a console. Mm. It's a rare case okay. where I actually think it plays better uh, with the direct input control and the couch co-op. Oh. Uh, and now this this Switch version, the fact that it's it's all of that uh, plus portability. Yeah, it's you don't fantastic. miss hotkeys. I mean, no, not in not the way the game's designed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I but, agree. So you said you're, it's in your top five. I'm trying to think. Diablo of two. two. Diablo two. What what else is in Ryan's top five? Well, Halo one. I would. Halo two. I Halo think would two. get the nod. Mm. Yeah. Anything older than that? Uh, Doom. There's got to be a mm. it's Super be Mario Brothers three. Mario where, three. Yes. Which which Splinter <laughs> Cell? Which Splinter Cell and where? <laughs> well, Chaos Theory. I don't know if it would quite crack my personal top five. You only top more, ten for you only sure. One more slot. Yeah, I don't even know. We'd have no to. No Forza. Not in my that top here. five is rarefied yeah. air. Yeah, you know, I've been fair. playing games for thirty years. Yeah. I'm thirty eight <laughs> years old. So Mario three though. No, definitely Mario that's, three. That's the Mario. Yeah. But Doom, I always think that's really cool. I know you've done a lot of that, Doom. Of Doom was one of those a great one. Doom was one of those changed my life kind of games. Like mm-hmm. not in a grand like, you know, literal personal way, yeah. but as far as my sort of gaming life and gaming perspective, that's like, like Bubble Bobble. Doom was Damon. yeah yeah. yeah. Anyway, this Which, has been the Ryan call, McCaffrey segment of GameScoop. <laughs> Let's move on to everyone else. Uh, I've actually haven't played Diablo one or two. I wish they would dust those off and sort of re- there, rematch. There, were, there those. have been rumors. There were job postings yeah. a while back that Dia- for like people to work on making Diablo two work on modern PCs, yeah. and we haven't seen anything of that. But then again, you know, Blizzard takes their time with stuff, so True. they could just drop at any BlizzCon. Like, hey, you can go play Diablo two for free on Battle.net now. So hopefully that'll happen. We yeah. can just wait for the PC Classic system. The PC, the PC <laughs> Classic, such a good idea. Just like a little mini. Right. If it runs oh on, God. can it run on DOS? Right now, plan the system. <laughs> I, I still remember all my DOS commands. Like it's all hard. Ant. It's higher hardwired into my brain. Oh my God! What games would be on the PC? Well, SimCity for sure. Doom. Sim, Sim, SimCity, yes, yeah. absolutely. Doom. Doom would have to be Starcraft, on there. Starcraft, maybe. Uh, Starcraft. Well, that's yeah. a good one. Starcraft Depends one. how old you're going. Old. Yeah. Zork has to be on there. Zork. You could do be it by there. era. You could do it yeah. like 80s, 90s. You could do it by decade. 
Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Half life. So we got to make this ourselves now. What would it be like the old flat style computer? You'd, you'd have to have like, like a tower. A, like a really cute like giant monitor but miniature version. I got it. it. It's a gateway. <laughs> well, for the Stupid for the maybe for the out. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Mist would be on there. Mist would probably have oh, to yeah. be on there. And then you'd have yeah. to have a graphic adventure like uh Day of oh, the Tentacle one or, of the yeah. one of the LucasArts yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Secret of Monkey guys. Island King's or Quest. Salmon Max, yeah. Oh yeah. man. Uh, now I really want the <laughs> PC Mini to be a thing. Solitaire. That's a good idea. All right. Okay, moving on. I I think now we know the full roster, the launch roster for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Is that right? We do. We do yeah. know that. There's 74 yeah. characters. If no you include, banjo. No banjo. Or the what Grinch. What happened? <laughs> when, I, when the rumor was that banjo was going to be in it, is it was the Grinch another one? Yeah, that was. That's people good. thought the Grinch was uh, going to be in it. When I, thought, when I heard like banjo could be in it, there was like some talk about like how Microsoft would allow that, allow that or why that would happen. Phil would go, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. For sure, right? And then, and then I started thinking like, what if the announcement is going to be that Smash is on Xbox also? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a boon for Xbox, that that's for sure. It'd be really cool. <clears throat> Yeah, so we know we know the uh, launch lineup, and there's going to be a DLC plan where I think like five packs, five additional characters and stages released yeah. over the. And next you're going to name them all right now. And here we go. One. No, we don't know what they are, <laughs> uh, but I'm actually more interested in this new single player adventure mode called World of Light. There's a trailer for just that mode alone. Check well, it out. Well, it's more of a music yet. video. It's a music video for World of Light. Yeah, <laughs> but I think the idea is that they've all been sort of all the characters have been sort of like. Destroyed and turned into They've dark versions. Infinity gauntlet Dark yeah. versions of themselves. And then Kirby's the only the only one who survives. So you start out as Kirby. Ha the way I understand it is you have to defeat all the other fighters one by one. And as you defeat them, you can play as them to unlock new areas of this overworld map that you're traveling. It looks and really, the map it looks really is cool. It's like kind of like hand done in like kind of a stylized painterly. But then their characters don't look very good, I didn't think. Like all well, the, close -ups the, the CGI faces. characters in the trailer, I didn't think looked yeah, very good. Yeah, I do genuinely appreciate this mode, though, because yeah. I've been, like, I just don't have the, my the way my life is with how busy yeah. everything is, I don't have time to play online a lot or yeah. really have, like, a, I, I don't really have a Smash community, so the idea that I, I could jump in and have, like, a, a fairly meaty single-player yeah. experience, that really appeals to me. Yeah, same. Can you hear who's unlocked from the start? Well, it's, it's the Nintendo 64. No, no, like oh. in the game, when you get your first character menu, it's only the Nintendo 64 character is unlocked. Oh, you have to unlock all the other characters. You have to unlock all. Well, the I other like characters. that. That's cool. Isn't I like. It? I do like. And that, I yeah. think this. Sing they haven't said this yet, but I think the single player mode will probably be the way you do that. Hmm. But usually, there's like all kinds of weird stuff. Like as soon as you know Mario jumps 85 times over you know something, then then you unlock Luigi. There's like weird stuff like that. But do you think people will be annoyed by that? Like they just want they buy the game and they want to play as their favorite character, but they have yeah. to go through the process That's of That's why you them. should include a cheat code yeah. to unlock all characters. <laughs> cheat codes. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this mode. Like like Ryan was saying, I love Nintendo, so I love the, all the fan service that's in Smash Brothers, but I'm just not much of a multiplayer guy. So like now I have a, my own whole single-player mode that I can enjoy all the fan service that's in there. It's pretty cool. Isn't there a, like a, didn't they name the main villain too? Because they, they confirmed it was, a, it was a ton of hands, and then there was that rainbow yeah. <laughs> that rainbow thing. Yeah, I think the confirmed bosses are like Rathalos, um, Master Hand, and then Galim is the the name of the main villain. What's 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 its know. story? I don't know. Yeah. They just said like something like your your main fiend is Galim and mm. Kirby on the page. Something Maybe it is Kirby. Maybe it is Kirby. It's negative Kirby. I'm all about the piranha Typical. plant, though. Yeah, yeah. That's if you what if you buy That's it. The goofiest. With, thing. That might be my buy new it before main. Before January, yeah. you get 
Piranha Plant. Yeah. Like, can you move, or are you just situated in one place and your head just? Yeah, because there's characters like Rob and stuff that like kind of hover. Yeah. So I guess like this how do you is move? Be, yeah. Like, just I guess you, you got roots. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Roots yeah. 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 I didn't look close enough, but there's mm. a, there's a lot of video of it. It's cool that <clears throat> that's in there. Uh, all right, now what do we think about this news? EA said this week that Respawn has two games coming by the end of 2019. We know they're doing this Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game. And we also know they've been working on Titanfall 3, so those must be the two games. Sure. Are you surprised One that they would be coming next year? Yeah, and I hope Titanfall 3 is a Metroidvania that's 2D. <laughs> well, <laughs> can we get working on I don't that? want you to get well, your hopes up. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry to say. I, I was surprised at first until I looked at the calendar, and mm. Titanfall 2 was fall of 2016. Yeah, so two years. So it'll be three, three years. years. Yeah. Or mm. Potentially, okay. depending on when in 2019 it releases, you know, even two, even if two and a half, if the game comes out in May, uh, which that would be great because then it stands less of a chance of getting crushed by the other fall first-person shooters, which is what yeah. happened to Titanfall 2, uh, despite the fact that Titanfall 2 is, in my opinion, way better than either of them. Uh, it's not to say the others were bad, but yeah, uh, yeah so... You know, it's it's a it's an acceptable window of development time for them to have done Titanfall three, and then the Star Wars game. They've been developing that for. So when I I went How there, is there a Star Wars game that's not canceled? It's amazing. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, there's time yet, and yeah. and the new movie comes out next year. That's true. That's true. When is I, that in May? Or is no. that all the way until the it's December. December. Yeah, it's okay. December. So this is probably going to align with that. Could I mean that would make most the most sense. Yeah. Uh, although next year we're due for a, a Battlefront game. So well, I don't know if they would do two in the in the window, yeah, that's and, and Dice tends to be more clockworkish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when I they've been developing this Jedi game for a while because when yeah. I I went to respawn to do a, a, some sort of shoot for IGN, I think for uh, and it was shortly before Titanfall two came out, so it was you know it was the fall of 2016, and they had a, a, a wing of the building that was locked off. Yeah. They told me, you Did can't go. Did the door open and you heard like a bunch of like, you know, Hoth feeder <laughs> sounds and stuff? <laughs> no, but it was definitely the Star Wars team over there. So they've been in, it's been oh. in the works for a while. Yeah. Don't we know next to nothing about that game? Other than it's a third person action game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when, pretty when much it. And when did the name come out? E3. E3. Yeah. Uh, remember when they weirdly yeah, went Oxford. to the, oh, yeah, in yeah. the audience? That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of crowbarred that's that right. into that's their That's all we have then. That's it. And well, now we have, but now we have a release here. Yeah. What is pretty exciting. Respawn before it did, uh, it got famous for Titanfall or whatever. Was it doing Call of Duty games? The original, the core of Respawn was formed. It's Vince Ampella and at the time Jason West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. Remember when there was the whole scandal with uh, Activision and Infinity Ward, and mm. uh, they sued each other, and they, they, Vince and Jason left. They were the co-founders and took literally half or more of the team with them to respawn, to respawn the aptly named respawn entertainment so yeah they and they left to start to and titanfall uh star wars would be their first non-titanfall release okay so that would mean that you know a lot of their resources has been put into first person combat games yeah on the source engine mm-hmm. that game's built off of valve half-life tech so i mean even if that's like you know if it's not i, I hope that's kind of what it is because i know there's like you know uh, what's the star wars series with where you're uh jedi knight Yes, Jedi Knight. Those people. No, not Jedi Knight. The one where you're stormtrooper based and you fight in stormtrooper place. Jared loves it. Is it Dark Forces or maybe. is that Jedi Knight? Well, that Dark that's, Dark Forces. Maybe is, that's just what it is. Jedi Knight. Two? Is Jedi, Knight. Je- Jedi Knight is Dark Forces Two. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's it's <Sorry>. very confusing. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if it's like a shootery, that should also be on the uh, PC Mini. I think. Yeah. Yes. 
Dark Forces was a difficult game too. It got tough by the end. Those that days. was Doom like, right? Let's put yeah. yeah. Let's put Soldier of Fortune on the PC Mini too. <laughs> That's not even Raven's <laughs> best game. I mean, Heretic okay. was a better game. Hexen was a better game. Would you put Lemmings on it? Oh yeah, love Lemmings. I love Lemmings. Um, I'm a little surprised that Respawn is big enough to make two big AAA games at the same time. Well, they've got a second team. That's the thing. Yeah. That Star Wars team that they okay. they wouldn't allow me access to okay, when I was there. That's, it's that's the a wing. whole second team. The wing. Yeah. The X-Wing. Uh-huh, the X-Wing. <laughs> uh, have we heard anything about DICE working on a Battlefront 3? Is that even a known thing? No, it's, I am assuming. I, am, I know what assuming does, but, I mean, come on. They have a, they have a contract with, EA, uh, with Lucas to make Star Wars games for 10 years. We're the five clock, years the through clock's it. a ticking. Yeah, what five did we say last it? week? We're the, five years through. And they've only released two Battlefront games. Yeah, which were, we know how the last one went over. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they want a little bit more distance between the next one. It's not impossible. I mean, that that could very well be. They may decide. Yeah, let's go with respawns game this Christmas, yeah. and then we'll give Dice an extra year. That yeah. could very well happen because they've got Let the internet forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Battlefield is out this year, this month. So it could be that next year they've got their this Star Wars game that's a little bit more single player focus, and maybe they want to build out Titanfall to be their multiplayer shooter effort for next fall. Oh, not next fall. God, let's let's not please EA. <laughs> don't do this again. You know you're gonna get a call of duty next year. You know so let's like well, let's not repeat the mistakes of history. I think EA's 2019 is sort of coming into shape. They've got Anthem on February 22nd. Yes. The Battle Royale mode for Battlefield 5 will be next spring. Firestorm. Uh, sea of Solitude is supposed to be an early 2019 game. Excellent. Uh, I bet we'll get the release date for that at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Then at E3, they'll have some sort of Unravel 2 smallish game that's like, and it's available oh, uh, now. An ori- an EA original. original yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Their sports games drop in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to say Titanfall 3 in October and then Star Wars in November. Right. Yeah. You might that be on the be, money with that's that. That's all they that's do. You know? Their whole year, yeah. They do like 15 games a year, so that would make total sense. Yeah, so but that's, um, yeah, we'll see about Battlefront. That yeah, is yeah. Third. That's a, that's a unknown quantity at this no. point. Experience the mobile game IGN calls a remarkable technical achievement. PUBG Mobile is the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Enjoy eye-popping graphics, super smooth controls, and a variety of exciting play modes. Parachute onto a remote island for a winner-takes-all showdown. Survive pulse-pounding 100-player battles on a remote island filled with danger and opportunity. Make your way through sprawling rural and urban environments as you scavenge weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentless, shrinking battle zone. Mix it up with different play modes that include teaming with up to three other players and squad matches. Drop in, gear up, and stay alive as long as you can. No Techie declares PUBG Mobile the daddy of Battle Royale. Defeat every player, stay in the zone, and before you know it, you'll be shouting your victory cry, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to your Android or iOS app store and type PUBG Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode description. Play now. All right, now it's time for a new feature that I haven't come up with a name for yet, but I thought it would be fun to revisit older IGN reviews when a game is re-released, like Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So I've dug out How IGN's... Call it? But first. But first. <laughs> uh, I've dug out IGN's 1997 review of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, reviewed by IGN staff. And this might have been... Staff? Yeah. this wasn't done later. This was done in 97. It's 97, which is probably pre-IGN. This is probably like psx.com or yeah. whatever that was, was back then. Yeah, there's a couple different satellite sites that got mashed. But we still have this review, so I have some selections from it. Our strapline is, Konami resurrects the, ca- the classic Castlevania franchise and proves that it's not how it looks, it's how it plays. Okay, I remember <laughs> reading this with you recently. Yeah. 
They hated uh, the graphics. It, it reads, the game series has always been renowned for its incredible design, hidden secrets, outstanding visuals, and top quality gameplay. So it was with much anticipation that I loaded this all new 32-bit version. They're saying all that about Castlevania and all that's come out is like Castlevania so, 1, 2, 3, 4. I, yeah. I really think in the future you should have Dan Stapleton on this yeah, segment because should, yeah. he'll be editing this on the live fly. Editing it, yeah. But I think it's really funny, like a series known for all this. I was playing Simon's Quest yesterday. Yeah. And that game's a mess, but I love it. You can't get to Dracula's Castle. Yeah, yeah I couldn't get to Dracula's Castle. Uh, it continues, my first impression was one of immense disappointment. It looks like the same old 2D platform action as before. The graphics are initially similar looking to SNES and Genesis incarnations of the game. The character animation isn't particularly smooth, and 3D is resigned to limited background effects and the odd special effect. Apart from the various PSX arcade compilations out there, games don't look much more retro than this. Wow, they, I gotta have 3D. I know. <laughs> Fast forward to today when Dead Cells comes out, and we're like, this game looks yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, Dude, the strap line should have been a miserable pile of secrets. <laughs> well, he didn't know that yet. <laughs> How could he make that the strap line? Uh, it's for this game. It continues, but knowing the age-old maxim that it's not how it looks, it's how it plays that matters, I started to play and played and played. The proverb, don't judge a book by its cover, has never been truer than with this game. Castlevania Symphony of the Night is a classic. Aww. They're right about that. Nice. Featuring the same type of gameplay and plot premise of previous titles, but taking them to a whole new level of depth, this is an awesome game deserving a veritable thesaurus of praise for its top-notch platforming action. And once you get over the shock that this is a retro 2D game, you begin to really appreciate the detail and subtleties of the graphics. They're not in-your-face effects-laden super lens flare 3D eye candy. Instead, they're gothic, atmospheric, and when it comes down to it, they perfectly suit the game. All those things work together to create what is one of the finest 2D platform games seen yet. It takes up the mantle of 16-bit cl classics like Super Metroid, Super Mario, and of course, other Castlevania games, and goes beyond the restrictions of cartridge memory to reach new heights of depth and quality gameplay. And if you cher cherish that over snazzy 3D graphics, and to be honest, if you don't, then you're missing the point of video games, buying this will make you happier than a pig in er poo. Um... <laughs> The cart. Well, what's the slam against cartridges you got in there? <laughs> because the PlayStation Stupid was disc cartridges. Yeah, you got their storage all about issues. that six hundred and fifty megabytes of yeah. CD-ROM <laughs> storage. <laughs> and we gave it a nine in nineteen ninety-seven. Nine, but ugly. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because like that kind of sentiment towards a game doesn't really hold up anymore because we do. I mean, it's well, weird because it's contradictory. Yeah. Um, IGN staff at that time <laughs> uh, was sort of like lambasting it for the graphics but then yeah. also saying like it's not as important so I don't really know what to think but these days we think it's incredibly important but we just don't admonish things for being retro yeah like very confusing that was an, yeah, an emotional we, need, we needed day. some some distance from 2D games which was that distance them. was like a bunch of shitty 3D games yeah. <laughs> you know to like actually come back and say and like, oh there's them, games yeah. that we respect from that mm. but Nintendo kept making 2D games because they, they had the Game Boy Advance yes so, so during the GameCube era and stuff like that, we got like uh, Metroid Fusion, Metroid uh, Zero Mission, and all those and more Castlevania, games. all the Castlevanias, <laughs> Golden Sun, and make, yeah. you know this, yeah, and Golden Sun, yeah. This is like a very influential moment, I think, to say like we can keep making 2D games, yeah. And thank goodness they still are made because I very much like them. Yeah, me too. All right, it's November first. That means it's time to take a stroll to our retro magazine rack, and this. Episode, we have the November 1998 issue of Nintendo Power. November 1998 was the month that The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was released. Also Half-Life. And also Half-Life. But One of Nintendo Power didn't cover Half-Life. <laughs> they Half -Life. didn't cover that. 
Look, so, at, look how thick that magazine oh, yeah. is. That's, it's the, it's the thickest good, issue ever. 138 pages. Plus, there's a Pokemon was like just new, a brand new thing. So there's a whole like collector's uh, little tiny magazine like for Pokemon. They call back. it Pokemon Power. Nice. That's really cool. Because they had to introduce so people okay. to Pokemon. Yeah, I, I worked in magazines for so long. And seeing that makes me happy. Yeah. So, of course, this issue is all about... Uh, uh, Ocarina of Time. I remember this ad, the Ye Snooze, the, Ye Lose, ye snooze, <laughs> ye lose ad, trying to get people to pre-order the golden cartridge. See, they don't like lean into like old-timey uh, phrasing and like Middle English ever with Zelda, so it's weird to see that. Yeah, it's like, no, oh, it's a fantasy game. <laughs> it's a medieval game. Yeah, it's so silly. It's also an ad for Pokemon. The original Pokemon. It's cool. Yeah. Pretty good. Wow, we still use that phrase, except instead of got ya, it's got em. For what? It's like, like I don't in, know. Just a, that's it's just, just what a people thing say? people throw around, yeah. In the uh, players' polls, the letters section, uh, there's a <laughs> there's a, a letter that asks, "Why do the pictures I print from my Game Boy printer fade?" That Aww. came from Max. <laughs> so it's like the ink is so cheap that like it's out in the sun for three hours and it starts to. Fade. Yeah, the answer is instead of using ink, the Game Boy printer heat transfers oh, images onto its special thermal paper, which, if you touch too much, can cause your pictures to fade. To save yourself the worries, touching your fix your pictures. Avoid excessive handling of the heat sensitive paper. That's weird. What it's a strange know. technological moment that was. Uh, this is from William. Uh, they say, my friends say that other systems are better than the Nintendo 64 because they can display cool video cutscenes. I don't have any doubt the N64 is the best system out there, but I wonder why Nintendo does not put full motion videos in its games. Is it because of the space? This brings me back to an IGN <laughs> review I just read. Uh, Nintendo Power says... FMV scenes are no stranger to Nintendo 64 games. Just look at the intro and two finales in Banjo-Kazooie or the multiple endings in Mortal Kombat 4. I think they're confusing what FMV... Because Banjo-Kazooie doesn't have any FMV. No. Engine. It's just, yeah, it's like a, it's not full motion video. Well, right? we'll have to beat Mortal Kombat 4 to see how yeah. they did it. Yeah. I think they're mistaken about that. The multiple endings of Mortal Kombat 4? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this reader was so excited about the impending release of Ocarina of Time that they wrote the Ocarina of Rhyme. Okay. And it goes, Let's people it. are waiting, holding vigils at the store, waiting for the arrival of Zelda 64. There they are shivering from head to toe in anticipation of the genius of Shigeru Miyamoto. For the land of Hyrule is a magical place. Players move around in perfect 3D space. They can meet local villagers and see their smiles or go to a field and see for miles. Now the release date has been set. I hope this release date can be met. For us, there is a lesson to be learned that true life begins on November 23rd. Wow. Can I let you guys in on a little secret? Yeah. I'm going to bet lunch that that was written by one of the editors. You think so? So oh, when, no. when the... Is this a dirty little secret? I, yeah, of, me, I did, yeah. So I ran the letter section uh, for a while. And if the... if You, <laughs> you didn't, were a letter receiver? If this was, and especially in like the pre-email, like yeah. before people could easily get a hold of you, if you didn't get enough like good letters yeah. in a month, yeah. make them up. Oh, boy. Make them up. Shatter. First I've ever heard of that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Did you have to do the letter sense, art, too? It's accessible, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you write the, make, design all the letter art? That's pretty good. Yeah, did you do No, like I didn't do envelopes? that. I'm not that talented. I want our, like, I'm going to make the best Pikachu ever. <laughs> I want our listeners and viewers to know I have never made up a letter <laughs> for this show. And Big Tony style does exist. He exists. Uh, we have an ad for Body Harvest on the Nintendo 64, and they have some um, quotes from some outlets like Next Generation Online, GamePro, and... ING64.com. <laughs> <laughs> this says ING. For your, for your finance needs. ING64.com. 
Uh, did you approve that quote? <laughs> yeah, I went back in time and uh, I let them know. So when we get stuff like this, we uh, now we get emailed and and they politely ask, "Can we use a quote from your review?" And sometimes there's some some funny business in yeah. there. It'll be like we said, like impossibly good, but it actually said impossibly bad. <laughs> but good thing I'm not going to play this. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's the, it's the ellipses, I guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Nintendo Power is not around anymore for us to sue them. Neither is ING64. So I think we should sue Nintendo Force. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> uh, on page Nintendo 44, Force has really good posters. Shout on, out. Yeah, that's true. On page 44, it's our first of many appearances in this issue of Superman 64. Oh, man. Largely to believe to be one of the worst games of all time. Because once again, there's a centerfold in this issue, and it is Superman 64. <laughs> Well, the other hat is appropriate because he actually looks pretty angry in there. Yeah, yeah, he knows. He knows what he, knows he did. What's coming. There's a little banjo. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole spread on banjo in here. Uh, they introduced the Game Boy Color. Did you know the Game Boy Color came out the same month as Ocarina of Time? Wow. Well, and Pokemon, right? Like well, Pokemon, it was yeah. there. I, just, I didn't. I didn't realize that they were coming out what, at the same time. Uh, that's. Um, oh, they're showing the reissue of the Zelda game, uh, which is Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, there's this whole spread on the Game Boy Color and about how it has different color modes, mm. right? You can change the different colors. And, uh, Revolutionary. And then they're talking about the games that are going to be on the Game Boy Color, like Carrot Crazy, which is another Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle game. Yeah. Okay. Shadowgate Classics, which I love. Mortal Kombat 4, which we were just talking nice. about, yeah. On Game Boy. <laughs> Gex 3D. Lots of really good ones on here. Pitfall. And oh, and Pitfall 3D. And th no, this isn't 3D in the slightest. <laughs> it's called nope. 3D? They call it Pitfall 3D. Okay. No, yeah, not actually 3D. And a preview of Superman 64. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I tell you, it's all over this issue. People, if only people knew what they were in store for. Uh, I like this on page 95 is an ad for Sears. This is yeah. a Sears ad, which just went into bankruptcy. Yeah. yeah. That thing there is a little uh, Pokemon handheld. And I was just looking this up the other day because I'm really interested. They made two different Tamagotchi knockoffs with like keeping Pikachu alive and healthy. And uh, I haven't ever seen those. <laughs> I, I really want to see those. They should bring it back. Tamagotchi is still popular. On page 122, they review Ocarina of Time. So in Nintendo Power's review of Ocarina of Time, they, they gave it a 9.5 okay. total, like average. That's it? They didn't, they, so they did the EGM thing where they had four oh, different, here. five different reviewers. So check this out. Ocarina of Time. The different reviewers gave it a 10, 9, 9, 9.5, and an 8. One Ooh. of these guys thought it was an 8. Are they named? No, just, they just have initials. Mm. So you'd have to go back to, to the protect, page. Yeah. Is, what's yeah. To protect their what's, families. What's the comment from Mr. and Mrs. 8? No, they don't get their own specific comments. But so they they rate the game on graphics, play control, game design, satisfaction, sound, and then their comments. On satisfaction, they said, "You've got to love this game." <laughs> That's not a critique. That's a demand. Tina, you've got to love this game. <laughs> got to love this game. <laughs> um, what did I want? You've oh, got to love. Oh, the and then they also. To be fair, I can't rate games on satisfaction. That's a ridiculous. Yeah, that's way a to rate really games. interesting <laughs> metric. We should tell Dan. Yeah. Uh, on they also reviewed the Game Boy Color. They gave it an 8.5. Although they have nothing but glowing things to say about it. They say, developers are lining up to make games for this system. The golden age of Game Boy is at hand. All I can say is that I'm stoked. Definitely one of Nintendo's greatest accomplishments. Game Boy has become a man. 8.5. I'm sorry, Game Boy has become a man? That's Nintendo Power. 1998. Because it's a play on Game Boy? Yeah. 
So uh, Game Man. Here's Game a little man. behind the scenes. Game Man at magazines. Sometimes when uh, they w- need to review a game and they just don't have enough time, they just have uh, people that would normally write letters to them review the game. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Which is why sometimes they don't get enough letters because those pe- people yeah, are busy, they're busy reviewing the reviewing games. The games. Yeah. That's why sense. it makes sense now. And that brings us to video game twenty questions. But first, uh, our suggestion comes from Mark in Stourbridge, UK, and he has a question first before we get to his uh, game suggestion. He says, "I love the segments of the show looking at old gaming magazines, which I too adored as a child. However, in a pre-internet era, era we were oblivious to the inaccurate information." It didn't really matter what they printed. What is the process for IGN publishing articles now, and how much fact-checking and Q&A do you have to go through? QA. So like QA. QA. Yeah. yeah. Quality and assurance. Uh, I think it's usually, would you say, Tina, it's, it's up to the individual, the individual editors are expected to do their due diligence. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it depends on the, I guess it depends on the article. Um, like if it's a news post, there's an editor that normally oversees that kind of thing. Um, there's editors for each section, like Ryan will look over all of our preview content. Dan will look over all of our uh, review content. So it's mm-hmm. up to the writer and the editor in that process and the editing mm-hmm. process. But it's so much easier now that it's the internet because you could just go back and edit whatever has been factually incorrect and yeah. do a little update like we got this one wrong or there's a new statement or whatever else. Especially these days where news is so developing um, on in such a quick, rapid way. So we can just go back and constantly update, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, magazine world was tough because I also come from the magazine world and you just had to get it right. Yeah, once once it's, once it's <laughs> well, the magazine goes to or bed, Or if you didn't, it. it's yeah. just like, well, I guess there's nothing we can do about it now. Yeah. But it goes through, like in the magazine world, it goes through a meticulous editing oh, process. Like three different people will read at something. Least. At least, yeah. yeah. And well, you deliberate over it for like a month before. I would say published. the minute, yeah, the three would be the minimum. Five would be, five revisions before something's done would be uh, yeah. more normal. So you were working in magazines in the 2000s? 2002 to when I came here in 2012. Mm, I, I'm sure their quality assurance had improved greatly because like when we read some of these old magazines from like the early 90s, I don't think anybody was checking any of that stuff. Yeah, I, I can't uh, can't speak to those. <laughs> it also depends on the publisher. So, like, I started off as an intern at Condé Nast, like various, like Wired and Condé Nast Traveler. And as an intern, it was my duty to do fact checking. So, for Traveler, I'd be calling up hotels and resorts and whatever else, and asking wow. them a billion questions and fact checking all of this stuff for everyone else. That's cool. That sounds like it'd be kind of like fun and like enjoyable. You do learn a lot, um, but yeah, it's it's not the most fun. Like I prefer yeah. to write the articles and have someone else do my grunt work. But gotcha. you, know, you got to start, start somewhere. Start at the bottom. Yeah, yeah you got to start somewhere. Up. Exactly. Uh, all right, that brings us to our video game twenty questions round. It comes from Mark Starbridge in the UK. Hint. Let the questioning begin. So maybe it's going to be a rare game. Yeah. Could be a- <laughs> Was this game developed in Japan? No. Sounds like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> I think we just go ahead and guess. We're already there. Uh, was this game released before the year two thousand? No. Okay. Is it a platform exclusive? No. All right. Um, is this a game with three D graphics? Yes. Okay. So, eliminate two thousand or year two thousand or newer three D multi platform. Not developed in Japan. Does it have multiplayer? No. Is it part of a franchise? Yes. Uh, that makes it harder. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it released uh, after 
During or after the year 2010? During or after the year 2010, yes. Okay, so we're looking at something newer, this generation or last. Well, the second half, the back half of last. Is this based on a license that's not a video game? No. Uh, so it's part of a franchise. There's so many games that fit all the things. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it's great that we've gotten these answers. It's just yeah. like to narrow this down is going to be really tough. Um, do you kill stuff in this game? No. It's nice. <laughs> what franchises do you not murder stuff? A lot of Nintendo ones, Puzzle but stuff. those are rare, you know rarely not made in Japan. And um, is it a puzzle game? Um, not in this, not in like the strictest sense. Okay, not there, in the genre sense of the there word. There are puzzles in the game, but it's okay. not a puzzle game. And that's okay. 10. Okay. All right, so it could be... Do you... Uh, uh, it's, not an, it's not a adventure game, probably. Yeah, it sounds... Is it a platformer? A 3D platformer? No. Okay. I think we need to get a genre where we're going to get it. Uh, that's the situation usually at question 10 if we're at a point like genre or get you want to narrow down genre yeah or or we get really lucky it's good to know that it has puzzle elements it's not a platformer Mm -hmm. portal is a puzzle game totally so he's i was thinking portal yeah but it's i think it i mean it's not in the strict sense of the word a puzzle but sure it is (laughs) it's like the whole game is puzzle in damon's description it has puzzles yeah but so does half-life 2 you know yeah um does the game take place in the first-person perspective? No. Okay. There you go. That helps. Yeah. yeah first-person. Hmm. Um. No killing, but there is pu- there are puzzles. Yeah. Uh, is this we get publisher down too? That would be really helpful. Um. Not made in Japan, so you can probably eliminate. So it's not Capcom, Capcom Nami. And, yeah. Square. Like that. Well, not. Or, uh, or we could say, is the developer still around? That's a helpful one. Is the developer still around? Yes. Okay. So. And he did say developer, not publisher. So the developer is still around. Yes. Okay. That's cool. All right. That's that limits it. Does it? <laughs> We're down to all right. We got seven well, it left. Could be, yeah. yeah. It could be Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Yay. So, yeah. There's not that many companies. I mean, that's <laughs> that could be an Activision. Yeah. Sorry? It could be smaller, though. It could be like a PC game that's on everything, whatever. Angry Birds. Um, what do we do from here? Should we ask if you play as like a human? Or yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. You play as a human? Yes. Okay. Okay. See, that's not helpful, though. Yeah, because <laughs> most things you play as a human. It's just hard because like these are we have it narrowed down to a huge amount of games. Yeah, it's a puzzle franchise in the third-person perspective where you're as human. Puzzles. I, wouldn't, I don't think we can go full puzzle for it. But you don't kill anybody. <laughs> what else yeah, do you I do know, in yeah. games? That's helpful. It doesn't like have racing. multiplayer. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Part of yeah. a... Part well. of a um, but, uh, is there a version of this game, It's a game of the series on the Switch now? No. We always ask the was it well-received well question. Yeah. I don't, but I that think, still doesn't narrow it down. Yeah, we need to get helpful. serious. We have five more, right? Five left. We yeah. have it's in a publisher. franchise. That's, that's, yeah. like, that's the part that's sort of and it's not it's giving Switch. me pause. Something hasn't been poured to Switch is like, that's pretty helpful, but it's still very... Fruit Ninja? Important. No, you play as a human, it's their person. <laughs> just throwing out random... 3D graphics. Yeah. But something like that might really match yeah. this, you know? Um... 
Like if you go publisher by publisher, like every Assassin's Creed game, you're killing things. Yeah. Splinter Cell, Ghost yeah, Recon, no, yeah. any Tom Clancy, anything, you're killing things. So it's just not Ubisoft. Oh, we can ask if it's an indie game. Yeah. But does that help? But part of if it's an indie game, I think we're getting closer. Uh, but like I don't know the fran like the fact that it's part of a franchise. That's true. Kind of, Most yeah limits that. So I feel like it's not an indie game. So I feel like is it an indie game? Uh, by <laughs> indie game, do you mean? <laughs> Do you mean this is so helpful? Oh boy! Hold on, hold on. Okay. By any game, do you mean it? It like was not published by a big develop big publisher. Okay, so it's like a Sony. I don't get why what? you'd have to clarify this. I do. It's, well, it's I a do legitimate because, follow up. Yeah, because it's not like because your publisher can still make you not indie. So that's that's like, what it Bungie is. Bungie is technically an indie developer that, mm -hmm. that an Activision publishes. Oh my god! It's like what? Come or on! Like, that, Look, it's true. <laughs> or think about like Cuphead. Like they were, that game was published by Microsoft, right? So is it still an no, indie game? No, you play as a human. <laughs> so it's like, so I'm trying to. W All right, so get your definition of indie? Uh, yeah, it, it would have to be uh, uh, developed by. Well, yeah, it can't be published by like a giant company. Then no. Wait, so, so it, it so wasn't published answer, by a pu publisher. No, he's saying a so big it is publisher like a published or something. a smaller developer's game. That's okay. So it was. So yeah. I mean, if it was a franchise, I'm saying yeah. yeah. I'm saying it's not an indie game by Sam's definition. Yes. Okay. That's kind of cool. Then it's like a smaller thing that that's gotten sequels. That's been and it's puzzly and could be like Professor Layton. How's Japan? Scribble knots. Scribble knots. We've had before, but it'd be fun to do it again. <laughs> Actually, there is a version of Scribble knots on the Switch, though. And you already asked. Oh, that's cool. That's good to know. Do you play as a? Is that a human? <laughs> You're uh, what's his cartoon name? Cartoon uh, I forget yeah. his name. You got a rooster hat. He has a name, and I can't yeah, remember what does. it is. Yeah, he does. I guess Dave. he looks human like. Um, Could it be then? Well, but had, we've heard it's not. On, it's on Switch. You yeah. said there's a, oh. there, 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 yeah, there was the, a recent Scribble Knots that I'm almost positive came out on Switch. This is tough. I don't know where to go from here. Yeah. We could ask about the graphical style because we can get lucky if it's like yeah, cel shaded, yeah. you know? Right, right. Or we can keep on going with. We you could know, ask. Do if you have a? You wear a hat. Yeah, we Justin's question. My goodness. Should we narrow down the time frame further? Yeah, that, that would be helpful. So we already know it's after, in or after 2010. Uh, was it, so current gen. Was it released? Oh, yeah, you could just ask if it's current gen. Yeah. Was it released on the current generation of hardware? Yes. Whoa. We got three more, guys. That's actually kind of crazy. It's not. Oh, and it's not on Switch. Yeah. WTF. Yeah. <laughs> but that means, could it be like, when he says multi-platform, it could be on Xbox and PC. That's true. And are there indie games that are published by Microsoft? Could it be No Man's Sky? No, that's third-person perspective. It's a good one. No, because it's third-person perspective. You don't kill things. Well, actually, oh, no, well, yeah, you do shoot... Uh, oh, yeah, you can switch. You shoot the creatures. You're like, but he said no to first-person, so... Mm -hmm. that kind of but it yeah. wasn't first-person yeah, originally. And yeah, creature. That's a really good one. Yeah, it kind of, it feels like it fits but there's a lot not really of puzzles in it. I think kind of but that would be a really good example because yeah. the publisher was originally Sony, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So are there Microsoft games like that? I mean, you have uh, in, Inside. Inside. Uh, that has puzzles. But it's mm. not 3D. Or it's not. Uh, you said it's 3D. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not part of a franchise, though, because it's not directly yeah. no connected Sky to Sky is not part of a franchise. That's true, either. yeah. Well, yeah. That's really tough. I don't think we're going to get this one. Yeah. But we got really close. <laughs> Are you already determining that? I don't know. Yeah. We? I don't, I don't know, know about that. Well, that. By that, I mean we're really close to this game being over. <laughs> Three questions. Okay. Uh, was this well received? Yes. 
Doesn't help. So it's a game we probably liked. Maybe. That's and we should felt. remember it if it's part of a franchise and not some one-off thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Man, it's not Spider Man. It's not. Uh, yeah. It's not Gears or Halo or. Uh, I mean, those those aren't. Yeah, yeah no, it's just no it's a smaller. I can feel it's like a smaller game that may have been published by somebody bigger. It's got to be something like No Man's it, Sky. Wait, did we say is is it? Did we get it if it's three D? Yeah, it's three. It is. Mm-hmm. So it's not Fez. Yeah, there's like although Fez. that was last gen anyway. What are all the Bastion games and stuff like that? Are there any sequels in there? Uh, not sequels, but yeah, that's true. That's right. The, the franchise thing keeps yeah. coming back to that. There's nothing. I don't know what to do. I'm Wa- stuck. Is it Guacamelee? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not asking that, but I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> There's fighting. There's two of those. It's yeah. like, yeah, you try to there think of indie of games with least. sequels yeah, yeah. that are multi-platform. Overcooked. That I have a big Switch. publisher behind you it. You don't kill yeah. anything in Overcooked. Multiplayer. Oh, it's, it's already on, dead. It's on Switch. <laughs> it's already dead. Uh, you, you got a question wow, and a guess. So All right. Because we're not going to get it. What's going to be our final question? Ugh, I don't know. Nothing's going to help at this point. Uh, do you play as a woman? Yes. Oh. <laughs> what a shot in the dark. Are we going to get this? All right. Oh, you got to get um, Tomb Raider. Lara, Lara murders. It uh, oh, yeah, it's slipping my Raider. memory. That's but what's she, the, she kills. What's the one where you're like flying around and it's like really, um, it's totally similar. Oh, no, it was it was like on oh, PSP Gravity original. Rush. Yes. But that's de- developed in Japan. Oh, yeah. Fair point. Yeah. But it would have fit a lot. To recap, those, right? what can I remember that you've answered? You play as a woman. It was released on current gen consoles. It's not first person. It wasn't developed in Japan. Senua's part of a franchise. It's not an indie game. Hellblade. Oh, Hellblade. Yeah. Uh, it might be. And you f- and you actually, it, it, yeah, it, it, it might but be Hellblade. Oh no, but that's not part of a fight. It's not part of a franchise. But you kill things, Hellblade. and it's not okay. part of a. Franchise. Hellblade's all of it right. except right. the franchise part, because it was yeah, it was published yeah. by Sony, but they're an indie developer. I know. No, Microsoft bought them, but it's perfect. Oh, that was we were so close. You guys almost got it. Should we reveal it? Should we reveal the game? We're gonna unless we have a guess. What what are we literally gonna guess? That's. Peggle. <laughs> no, that's a female avatar. Hey, I play Peggle. That makes a count. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's in a franchise. It wouldn't be one of the Assassin's Creeds because there's a lot of murder in it. Uh, I don't think we're going to guess it, but I feel really bad quitting. All right. We're quitting. Is we're quitting? It, wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quitting? Yeah. Okay. Released in 2015 for everything except Switch, including last-gen consoles. Uh, published by Square Enix. It's episodic. It's life is strange. Life is strange. Yeah. Life is strange. Oh. I don't think I would have got there. Yeah, no. Because no. the, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. At one point you said it can't be an adventure game, but it's Ooh. pretty much a, kind of an adventure game. That's where we game. got stuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Damn. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. That yeah. was a good one. It was a really, yeah. really good game. We have to add, is it episodic to our rotation? Oh, questions. my God. Well, there are, but there aren't <laughs> that many. Narrow it down yeah. to... 99.99. My next question is going to be can we have an extra 10 questions? <laughs> <laughs> like a genie. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. I wish for infinite wishes. <laughs> yeah. People do write us with like cheats sometimes. They're like, you shouldn't mm. ask it this way. You should ask right, it this right, way. Right, right. Yeah. Like, but honestly, as soon the as before, I get in front of these lights, I forget. Like yeah. the before 2000, I always like to just ask, like, is it current gen consoles? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And then one trick that's totally uh, 
legal, is, and although it wouldn't have helped you this time, is uh, towards the end, it's have we mentioned the yeah, game? Yeah, we do that sometimes. Like, I love that. This round. Yeah, that's I, one of my yeah, new that favorites. one's good. That one's pretty good. And also, it was it could it be in this Nintendo Power? <laughs> that one's really good. <laughs> Thank you for the suggestion, Mark, in Starbridge, UK. If you have your own suggestions, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com or omegacops at IGN.com. That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Ryan. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.